0: We have the ability to change that thought pattern. We have the ability to make a new habit out of the way that we see or view creativity. Hi, amigos. Welcome to another episode of the Journey of Pursuit podcast. If you feel like I am whispering, it's because I'm trying my best to do so because it is 12.08am and my roommate, hey Ash, is currently sleeping and I'm trying to be really respectful but at the same time also hit my deadlines and stay committed to this podcast and so here I am. This week's episode is a solo show and what I mean by solo show is that it's just going to be me talking instead of me interviewing someone else. So in an effort to release at least two episodes a week, that's kind of what I'm working up towards, I am now doing some solo shows every other week until I can get myself to do two episodes a week. This week, I'm super excited because we're going to be talking all about creativity. I don't know if you guys have read The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, but if you haven't, I highly recommend this book. It not only gives you the steps but it just makes you really think about creativity in a new way and I'm only a couple of chapters in and have already felt a huge shift in my creativity and overall view of artists and you know being an artist myself I find that I oftentimes come to this sense of overwhelm or like a stump like I'm stuck. And imposter syndrome starts taking over, things like, who am I to do this? You're going to fail. There are other people who are way better than you at that, etc., etc., etc. And naturally, I found it very therapeutic to read a quote in this book that says, there is no such thing as being done with an artistic life. Frustrations and rewards exist at all levels on the path. Our aim here is to find the trail, establish our footing and begin to climb the creative vistas that open will quickly excite you and that's on page five and what i love about that quote reading it over again is that it kind of gives you permission to just be where you are no matter where you are on your path in your artistic life there will always be the ups and downs no matter how far you've gone no matter how old you are you're always gonna find that you can't just like work your way around that frustration that comes with being an artist. And I also love that she points out that although we may look like functioning artists of the world, we oftentimes feel like we don't do enough and we just can't do it right or it just isn't right. We have the ability to change that thought pattern. We have the ability to make a new habit out of the way that we see or view creativity. So I figured I could share the six ways I'm personally learning how to nurture my creativity thanks to this book, you know, so as much as I've read so far, uh, because I feel like it's really important to realize that you have the ability to change those those thoughts and those views on creativity. I thought it would be fun to share these steps in case, you know, they can help you or you feel called to do something new with the way that you view creativity or help you nurture it. Here it goes. Number one, morning pages. Now, I'm someone that has always loved writing, so this wasn't necessarily new to me or my process. But one thing that it kind of made me think about was writing in the morning, whereas I usually tend to write at night. I'm more of a night owl. Hello, hence the 12:25 a.m. record an episode <laughs> while my roommate is sleeping. But It was important for me to realize that morning pages have a different tone than night pages. In the morning, you're fresh. You know, you have all these things that you are thinking of the minute you wake up. And those are the things that you tend to have anxiety about, right? Sometimes you wake up and you're like, I have to go do this. I don't mean to speak, you know, on behalf of anyone, but for me... I wake up sometimes with anxiety just thinking like, I have to do this, I have to do that. And the morning pages just let me kind of calm down and realize that I all I have to do is write three full pages of whatever I'm thinking of, and it settles me down. The great thing about morning pages too is that you are constantly thinking about things, and the morning pages for me has helped me see what I'm constantly writing about. So one thought was... I should be recording more solo shows, I should be recording more solo shows, I should be recording more solo shows because I want to connect with my audience and I think it's really important to be honest that I'm just like you. I don't have everything figured out and I don't want to have everything figured out. I'm only 26 and I find it really inspiring to be surrounded by other 20 or 30 year old millennials, whatever you want to call it. That's super inspiring to me. So I had that thought in my morning pages I made a note of it that I kept saying it. And here I am, 1234 and counting and recording my first real solo show with like in-depth conversation of things I've thought about. Which brings me to the second point, which is meditation. And this one I know is kind of cliche. Like everyone says, meditate, quiet down the mind, it will really help you. But I'm here to tell you that it's very true because since the beginning of quarantine, I have been meditating and I have noticed how less reactive I am to things that maybe just automatically are stressful. Meditating has been something huge for me to focus on so that I realize it's not that big of a deal and I'm in control. And it just kind of gives you that key, that ability to change your perspective and have more inner peace and just use meditation as a tool to better yourself and your mind so that you show up better for everything around you number three artist dates this one is probably one of my favorites because it's the way that you're going to be able to receive all of those things that you need to be even more creative. It really like fuels you up. It's the fuel you need every week to kind of like gain insight, more inspiration, to be guided or to change certain things that you realize because you're giving yourself the time to like stop and do something fun. It gives you the ability to realize the things that you need to change. So an example of an artist day I did this week was I took a drive to one of my favorite streets here in LA, and I played music while I was driving, which I do all the time, you know, I play music while I drive, but lately with COVID, I've been home a lot more, and have become more comfortable at just like staying in, and finding things that make me feel comfortable here at home, but with these artist dates, it just helps me change the scenery, you know, it helps me give me like a little pick-me-up, and it worked like a charm. It only took like 30 minutes in total and it fueled me up and I was able to continue working on my podcast even better than when I was working on it before I went on the artist date. It can be something even more simple if you don't have a car or you can't go out of your house. An example could be making yourself a really nice meal or shopping for something online that will make you feel even more creative like a set of markers something very simple. I don't think this has to be very complicated. I think the more uncomplicated, the better because you don't have to think about it or stress too much. Number four. I think this one and number five are probably the most challenging for me personally. Give yourself permission and you write yourself a letter that really lets you let go of that imposter syndrome you feel and that you've been carrying around and it also helps you commit to taking care of you and your inner artist, So committing to doing these things like morning pages, like artist dates, like meditating, all these things make a commitment to yourself to do them every day and see how you feel. And commit to being kind to yourself and being attentive to how you feel and nurturing those feelings and listening and not just kind of shoving them down, you know, pushing them all the way down so that they don't interrupt your plans for your life. But I'm a true believer that if you don't pay attention to those things that you're pushing down, they're gonna come up even bigger eventually. So you might as well just listen and nurture them now. All right, number five, affirmations and blurts. This was probably the most challenging one for me for sure because basically what this is saying is that we all have a mind that is used to telling us Very crappy things like, you can't do that, who are you to do that? And over and over again, it never stops because we don't stop them. So they're called blurts and they've lived in our minds for so long and it's time to retrain them. Enter affirmations. These help you convert the blurts or the habits that you have into new thoughts or beliefs that will set you up for success and help you actually be nice to yourself. What a concept, right? To be nice to yourself. We are so mean to ourselves all day long and we don't notice. And most of the time, if we just like took a minute to think about what we just thought about ourselves or said to ourselves, we would realize that we would never say that to one of our loved ones. But we are our worst enemies. But why do we do that to ourselves? We're supposed to love ourselves the most, right? You can't love anyone else until you love you. So it's time to change that, and working on affirmations and making it a daily routine has really helped with those blurts and kind of quieting down that negativity in my mind. So an example of two of the affirmations I have used are, I'm a talented artist, and I deserve to be loved. And I say it, and I try to train myself to believe it, I feeling good when I say it out loud because trust me when you start this process of saying affirmations out loud it feels really weird. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh my god, don't say that." Which is just a sign that proves I need to be saying it more, right? Cuz it'll get easier and it really does get easier saying it out loud and you do end up, you know, believing that you are worthy, you are able to do these things and you are talented and you are loved. So it's very important, but it's I think the most difficult step. And lastly, taking yourself on a walk. And I know this sounds bizarre, especially if you're not used to taking walks, but it doesn't have to be specifically a walk. It just has to be something that gets your body moving. So, you know, put on some headphones and dance to your favorite song. That works too. It's just a form of therapy. Something that I've chosen to do is to kind of partner walking with another of the steps. So I'll walk and listen to a meditation or I'll walk and make it it an artist date where I'll go and walk and think about something specific, you know, usually something that's weighing on my mind. Walking lets me kind of literally walk it out. (laughs) It just lets me kind of think it through and figure out what my next step should be or how I really feel about something. So there you have it, the six ways I'm learning to nurture my creativity thanks to the few tips that I've learned so far from Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. My main intention for this is to just help you guys figure out how to nurture your creativity as well and maybe these steps will help you out and either start you on your journey to being more grateful for your creativity or nurturing more of your creativity. Or maybe it just adds on to the path that you're already on and you're conscious about these type of things. Either way, I wanted to share that this is a part of my journey. I'm learning how to be more attentive to my artist, attentive to my creative nature. And it's been a really cool thing to work on during quarantine because I feel like it's the perfect time to quiet down and figure out what makes you happy, figure out what's on your mind, what you want to focus on. I feel like we can all relate to that. And even this, you know, like recording this episode imperfectly with like low quality sound and not having all the gadgets and the technology to make it sound like the most perfect podcast is also kind of freeing and helping me with my creativity and realizing that I don't need all of the parts to feel like a creative person. I can be creative in the mess. I can be creative in the learning how to. And I hope that that's something that translates and you guys can see that you don't need to have all the parts to start something that you really feel passionate about. Just do it. And learn as you go, just be gentle with yourself and realize that everyone is going through something new too. And so, you have nothing to lose. I truly am a believer that perfectionism is just very limiting. And I am a recovering perfectionist, if you've ever heard that term. It is so freeing to be able to allow myself To almost do that letter, you know, giving myself the permission to be an artist in any form that I feel is necessary to get to where I want to go. So thank you so much for bearing with me in these times of figuring out how to just make these episodes happen. But you know what? I promise to always surprise you like this. (laughs) You really never know what you're going to get on this show. (laughs) And all I can promise is that I'm going to try to show up authentically every single time. And be real with you guys. Thank you so much again. And I'll see you guys next week for a new episode. Do you guys have any guesses of who it can be? If you do, let me know because I'm really interested to see if you'll get it. And also follow us on Instagram at The Journey of Pursuit or at my personal at Drea Lopez without the E in Lopez. I'll have everything linked below, including the artist's way. If you want to order the book and follow along, if I do end up doing a few more episodes about all the other things I'm learning and I'll leave links to all our socials and ways you guys can connect with me. If you feel that this episode benefited you in any way possible, send it to someone that you really love or feel like could also benefit from it. Tag us. I would love to see you guys share the show. It would mean the world. And of course, if you have any feedback or if you have any thoughts on who can be the next guest, just DM me. I'm always open to feedback and listening to who you guys think should be the next guest on the the show. Hasta mañana, amigos. And I actually mean hasta mañana because it is now 1.13 a.m. and I'm going to sleep.